1: like I don't like the I don't like being called an ally or I don't like being called like labels of support because like I'm still problematic. I feel like uh, and I'm learning not to be. In yeah, ways, like, but Yeah. or 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 I know that I still have blind spots right. that need to be addressed and sometimes our subconscious and stuff like that. So like it's fore I'm forever learning type thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um
1: so like because I'm forever learning, I don't ever want to say, Well, yeah, I'm I'm woke or I'm this, I'm that because like I'm sure I'll you know, do I, something trash.
0: Yeah. No, I think you calling yourself that is probably taboo yeah. you know it's like that thing where good guys don't call themselves good guys like yeah. that's a label that we give them yeah. if a guy comes up to me and has to tell me he's a good guy then that's a red flag that's a
1: red flag you yeah. know that makes sense so
0: because i get that all the time i'll joke on a twitter about being single which is not an invitation to ask me out yo
1: <laughs> i know man this shit Have is crazy i be, i be comments. seeing it dude i mean yo like you, you let, let me let me talk to all my men right real quick you know just because a woman posts about sex or post about being single or post about anything that you like, mm, I like that. They, she ain't trying to say, yo, holla, shoot your shot. <laughs> she just like fucking talking sometimes, man. Like yeah.
0: I feel like especially women in comedy too. Like when a male comic jokes about being single, like what I- what does he want out of you? He wants you to laugh. Yeah, that's the same for us. W- the same. Because like guys are like, well, how do you want us to respond? I'm like, I want you to be like, that's relatable and that's funny. I don't yeah. want you to slide into my DMs. Yeah. Uh, especially, I always have to say this, but especially if I, I think the people that follow me, they get to know me because they see the ramblings of my brain every day, and uh-huh. they see me posting on Instagram, and they get to know my life and my my family and my dog and like stuff about me, but I don't know anything about them. Right. So it's like this false sense of, of connection, I think, where yeah. they think that they they think that they can say those things to me.
2: Mm-hmm. And maybe
0: even they see someone like Iffy or what some of my guy friends saying stuff like razzing me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, but we know we've known each other for years. Right. So they're allowed to say those things to me.
1: Yeah. It's weird too. I get that I get that a lot with our show. Especially not so much because people are, I feel, a lot more sensitive toward race shit than, uh, than they should be, or that they should be just as sensitive toward uh, like women issues as they are toward race shit today. Uh, so you know, I don't get too many people like, you know, when Chappelle was putting out, "I'm Rick James, bitch," or the nigga show or (laughs) stuff like that. They nobody coming up to me like. What's up, nigga? And then they white and nobody <laughs> that stupid. Uh, but but I do get when people like people hear me and Edgar like giving each other shit, and then they'll jump on Twitter to give me shit or him shit, and I'm just like, man, I don't know you, man. Like- yeah,
0: it's so funny because like I think they think that negging works as a form of like at least for me as a form of flirting. Yeah. And so they'll like comment on my body or something, and I'm like, no, they're just gonna get you blocked. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm just gonna mute you. You know, um,
1: I don't know. Shit is so weird. I uh, And then also, too, I think people also just don't get bits. Yeah. Like, my brother doesn't get bits. Uh, Carl Carl posted, you know Carl, right? Yes. He posted something a couple days ago about, all right, so first, this is something I want to touch on. But uh, this there's apparently a piece of museum opening up in Chicago, which I'm from Chicago, uh, and so, of course, everybody not from Chicago oh, has I decided saw his to. Tweet. Is this yeah, Carl's tweet? This is Carl's tweet. <laughs> so everybody from Chicago is either taking it as an opportunity to be like, Chicago ain't even got good pizza, and like, <laughs> hey man, whatever, dude. Like, there could be multiple good pizza places in the fucking country. It's okay, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Carl made the joke about uh, everybody knows L.A. got the best pizza, <laughs> and my brother commented on it. It uh, was like. Yo, you crazy, man. You know LA ain't got no good. And I'm just like Louise. You don't get bits, man. <laughs> no,
0: but that's not what Carl, Carl also said. I think he said the Little Caesars that's in the Kmart at the Grove, and I <laughs> right? know the one he's talking about.
1: I know, I know, I know. that
2: one
0: too. Yeah, uh, you can smell it like from the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like clearly he was joking. Like that's clearly
1: he was joking, but some God. people, some people take everything we say as like gospel and Bible, mm-hmm. uh, which like I is weird because I have to navigate that space knowing that, which I shouldn't have to, yeah. but. I do, like, sometimes when I say, or even when I'm talking about some real shit, uh, like, for instance, the week where Neil Wilson got shot. Oh, not shot. Uh, When she got killed. And that was also the week where R. Kelly put out the I admit shit or whatever. And also the week where Demi Lovato uh, overdosed. Right. And I made a post saying that, yo, I love that people are talking about Demi Lovato. Yeah, cancel R. Kelly. But it pains me that I see more of those posts than I do of anybody saying, like, rest in peace, Neil Wilson, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like I had to add a disclaimer onto that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be canceling R. Kelly. I'm not saying yeah. we shouldn't be right. supporting. I and mean, I feel like I shouldn't have to, but I knew somebody internet. was yeah. going to be like, "So what you saying? People who overdose saying this?" And I'm like, "No, that's not what I'm saying." Yeah, I'm saying like it's important to also give power to the names like Neil Wilson because mm-hmm. she is not a celebrity. Uh, blah blah blah. I, no, weird. no, I had
0: I had something similar, or where I felt like I had to. I had to clarify I was talking about how we we should give second chances to people this was months ago yeah. this was months ago I was saying we should give second chances to people that are act- actively trying to learn yeah. else, what's what's the point what's right. the point if we're always going to hold people's past behavior if they're actively trying to learn and I said a lot of times people of color rarely get a first chance let alone a second chance whereas a lot of times other people out here a lot of white men out here get a third, fourth, third, fourth fifth. fifth chances. Yeah. And I said, you know, if they and so somebody quote tweeted me and said I don't have to like your problematic Nazi faves or whatever. And they were someone that had a big account. And I'm like, this is, did you not read the rest of the thread? Yeah. But that was what I had to, that's honestly what I had to add on to the rest of it was like I'm actively talking about people that are trying to work on themselves right. and specifically people of color who I see like cancel them. I'm not talking about R. Kelly. Like, yeah, He can be canceled. <laughs> yeah, can- cancel R. Kelly. But I'm R. talking Kelly. about people who, people of color in our community, it might come out that they had a bad tweet like a couple of years ago or maybe they said something that was semi-homophobic because in a lot of our communities, I'm from, the, my family's Mexican and mm-hmm. I know in our community there is a lot of homophobia and so you grow up Hell with yeah. that. Yeah. But like, you, you, they also the way that they talk about women sometimes and tos- toxic masculinity and so it's like if they're actively trying to learn and better themselves and remove themselves and those, those stereotypes that they grew up with, mm-hmm. why can't we give them a second chance? We're so ready to cancel sometimes I feel like on our own people and that's yeah. really upsetting to me.
1: It's, it's like, yeah, it's no. there are some people who don't deserve to be reformed. There yeah. are some people who don't deserve reformative justice, I feel like. But, hell, man, if somebody makes a mistake, we need to allow, not allow people the space to make mistakes, but we need to allow people the space to learn from their mistakes as yeah. well. Or else all you're teaching people to do is do that shit in the background and do that shit behind, right. you know, you're not teaching... I mean, yes, there is something to say for you make a mistake and you get shit taken away from you. I get that. Uh, And in a lot of cases, maybe that should be the case. But there are some cases where I'm like, all right, you can get things taken away from you. But also, what are you learning? Yeah. What did you learn? Uh, And if the answer is to just resent everybody who took my shit away, then it's just an endless fucking cycle, an endless circle But I feel for Uh, me,
0: like, if I look back at some of the comedy that I used to do, it was largely based off my own insecurities. Like, I would have slut-shaming jokes where mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know this woman's a slut like around my man and then I learned oh no that's that's not okay you know and that's like a part that's something that has been ingrained in me to think of women as competition or think of women in a negative way and now I'm so lucky that I had so many women in this community in my life that have changed the way that I think about women I see them now as my sisters I see them as some honestly not as competition I think that they're the only people in this industry and in this world who truly know what it's like especially women of color who truly know what it's like to to be in this industry and and deal with the sexual harassment that we have and nobody else is going to understand that the way that they understand that right. so i i went from seeing them as competition and seeing them as foes to like no these are my friends and my sisters but it took women teaching me that
1: yeah yeah Shit. So,
0: but if I if I was gonna be held for old jokes that I said, that would be shitty. I've grown. I'm I've not grown, that. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm not that little girl anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I same thing, man. If I was to be held for shit that I posted on Facebook in 2006,
0: or MySpace, and, or MySpace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. MySpace. in <laughs> 2006.
1: Man, I, I tried to I tried to go back to my MySpace to see if it was still active and to see who my top eight was. Yeah. Uh back in back in the day. It's not it's active, but everything is deleted. I don't have any old good. pictures. That's good. It's, good. it's <laughs> That's probably good. good. For you. Yeah. And
0: your career, if you ever get booked on something, you don't gotta worry about your MySpace. I gotta worry posts. about MySpace
1: posts. <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody gets dragged for their MySpace post oh, right now? It's usually Twitter. Yeah, but like, yo, true. we found your MySpace post from 2004. You MySpace,
0: you remember MySpace was back when we actually liked Tila Tequila before we found out that she was like some racist Crazy. Republican. Yes. Yeah. She
1: yeah. is. I forgot about, I mm-hmm. just have forgotten about her. She hates Mexican general. people.
0: And I was like, you could have just kept your mouth shut.
1: And, and you would have been revered. You probably
0: would have been in the WWE, you know, like she, <laughs> you know, like you see, like I see all her costumes and stuff. I'm like, girl, you could have had your whole career. But yeah, you, you
1: could have been a part of the women's revolution yep. <laughs> damn it sucks all right i know y'all been listening wondering like who that voice is and i know some of y'all know but it is day 632 of the edgar band on culture kings <laughs> so we have kicked him off the show until further notice your boy jackie's here with former queen of the week Aww. co-host of nerd efficient the dope ass Danny Fernandez. What's up, Danny? How Thank are you? Thank you. For,
0: I was so I was very honored that you named me Queen of the Week.
1: Hell the yeah! Past. I mean, you're doing big shit, man. I look. I it was. I think that was right after you had did a, a bunch of panels on uh, Comic Con, which is. I mean, at least to me, it's such an accomplishment. Yeah. I think that's so fucking awesome. I don't. I, I know how. Being somebody in the entertainment industry, I know I tend to downplay accomplishments. So I'm like, Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just part of the job. But from the outside looking in, I think that's so I don't know anybody besides now you and Iffy. Who yeah. have ever hosted a Comic-Con panel. I
0: know. It, you know, I used to, because my family is from San Diego, so I used to ask them to take me to Comic-Con uh, because, not that anyone can see, but I have two little small Dragon Ball Z tattoos mm-hmm. on my arm. I love it. Um, and uh, because I grew up watching that and watching Toonami and, and Dragon Ball Zeta, which was on a, a Telemundo, mm-hmm. and, and would ask my parents to take me to... Comic Con to get my VHS tapes signed by the voice actors, <laughs> uh huh. And now, it. and now I work with them, and That's now I've so gotten to awesome, work man. with with Dragon Ball Z and Funimation, and those voice actors. I've gotten to audition with them, and and now be on panels. So it's come full circle. But I was a nerd ass kid I growing love it. up,
1: which. Man, man, we're not supposed to be. Like, we're told we're not supposed to be. Especially in, like, people of color uh, communities. Uh, But I feel everybody secretly was. Like, I was growing up watching Dragon Ball Z all the time. I broke into my house to watch Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) It was after school, 4 o'clock, Funimation, Cartoon Network, Lost My Keys. And it was during the middle of the freezer. Oh, of
0: course, yeah. I was
1: like, I ain't missing this shit. You so, probably
0: didn't miss anything, to be honest. No, because that, that saga was so <laughs> that fucking long. was like three months long.
1: Yeah, within, one minute would be mm-hmm. a whole 30-minute episode. And yeah. I lived in the hood, too, when this happened. I lived on the south side of Chicago in the hood. And I broke into my house, and my mom was pissed. Not because I broke into the house, but because she said, man, don't you show people how they can break into this damn house. <laughs> <laughs> how easy it is. <laughs> how easy it is just to break into this house. She was so mad at me for doing that shit.
0: I got in trouble because that's when my family got a computer, was around that time and uh, it was a shared, you know, we all shared it yeah. and I was, you know, snooping around on anime sites mm-hmm. and those are not kid friendly.
1: They are not kid friendly you know, at I all. I would tell yeah. my
0: mom, um, there were things going in parts and places that yeah. shouldn't be um, and I know now everyone thinks that anime is like tentacle porn that's like 90 percent of it but the other 10 <laughs> the other ten percent was what I was going for uh and so my mom actually would find I used to like read fan fiction and stuff and she found not only did I read fan fiction God this is so embarrassing I would tell it I would like review. <laughs> It. Like, nice. I would like Your write the... <laughs> I love it If you can imagine a like 12 year old Danny sitting at this computer for her like 30 minutes that she was allowed to use it. Yeah. And I would read people's fan fiction on Dragon Ball Z. And then I would, I was the actually person. Like, I'm such a piece of shit. I hate those people now. <laughs> yeah. I would write them like, actually, Vegeta wouldn't have done this because, <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> like, to other people's fan fiction. <laughs> I love um, it. And now it's coming back tenfold to me on Twitter. Constantly. Get it? You get it.
1: <laughs> Actually, Vegeta ain't as strong as Goku. Yeah. He don't had no character development. No,
0: but I—I I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's uh, Goku. Yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is, <laughs> I uh, would read the spicy ones. I would read the—they're mm. called lemons. They're uh, erotic fan fiction because I was, I was like, you know, learning things about mm-hmm, my body mm-hmm. and myself. And I think uh, there was one where it was like, and then he penetrated her from behind when like it was all like sensual, very like, you know, how those erotic novels are written. And I just mm-hmm. was like, he would never um penetrate her like that because like that those were the things I that I would write. And my mom was like <laughs> Not only why are you reading this, but why, why are you, you right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That great. was my middle school days.
1: I love it. Yo, I feel like we all need to be honest. If you were a kid and there was not a cartoon that got you a little interested? I don't I think you're lying. Yeah. I think you're lying. Man, what what uh, Lola Bunny mm-hmm. in Space Jam yes I'm just like, sexually
0: confused hmm. about both Max and Roxanne from yeah. a goofy movie yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like yep. I don't know who I'm supposed to like here but I kind of like you both <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, I like I like both of you
0: Simba sexy
1: Simba mm. ooh Simba mm-hmm. I, I've never heard that one before
0: oh he was a sexy ass they drew him sexily
1: yeah I always remember <laughs> in the Lion King uh, during the song uh, is it Can You Feel the Love yeah. That one moment where uh her, Nala, is that her name? Uh-huh, yeah. And Simba they're like wrestling mm-hmm. and tumbling and then Nala just give her that give him that look <laughs> like Come on in. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that's a black Twitter look right there. Like, <laughs> when mm-hmm. you ready?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah.
1: never forget that look. To the day until the day I die It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I uh, weirdly enough, uh, this is embarrassing, but whatever. This is safe space. Safe Jack, space. Jack Skellington.
1: Jack Skellington. Because of his voice, mm. it was yeah, so booming and sense.
0: deep, and
1: that makes sense.
0: It makes sense. I feel like it makes sense because I. Date like skinny white guys. (laughs) (laughs) I blame it on him. I blame it on the bone daddy.
1: Yeah, who are kind of trash, but for a good reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that can is that how you can explain? Probably Jack Skellington. Like I mean, he he learned. He learned from his mistake. And did they eventually like Christmas in that movie? I haven't seen the Nightmare Before Christmas. You know what? Actually,
0: I think that that movie teaches you to stay in your lane. Like I think that's actually what it does, doesn't it? Because it's like he tries to experiment with Christmas, and then they and then that fails. So it's like, no, stay in your lane.
1: Yeah, you know, like you Halloween, bro. Mm -hmm. Be Halloween, man. Let Santa be Christmas. You be Halloween, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. All right, I got I got a little bit of a bone to pick. Okay. All right. So I will first feel free to drag me if I get this wrong, because I have not finished the episode yet. Oh, oh shit. All right, I haven't <laughs> finished the episode yet. OK. But you just Nerdificent, listen, if you're not listening to Nerd, if he's been on the podcast a couple of times, now we got the other half, the better half of the show. Uh-huh. On, and, and and if you're not listening to Nerdificent, go listen to it. Or as we used to call it, nerd terrorist uh, on the show. Uh, <laughs> <Nerdtastic>. Go listen, <laughs> nerdastic. We gave it so many names. Uh, go listen to it. Last episode, they deep dived into Nickelodeon, and I don't know if you guys eventually got there, but in the beginning, when you guys were talking about the beginnings of Nickelodeon, I was jumping up in my car because I was like, "How can you guys forget?" that like mid 80s to early 90s before nicktoons Mm -hmm. with double dare you can't say that on television atlantis morissette nick arcade finders keepers i was like oh that is what that that's what introduced me to nickelodeon yeah so i was like oh i love nickelodeon all the game shows and then the cartoons came, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is my night now."
0: We, yeah, we did talk about Double Dare, but okay. we got in, oh, we got heat. Yeah, a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah, Twitter heat? Comments, Y'all got heat. Yeah, got
1: heat Yeah,
0: a lot of '80s babies. A lot of '80s very, babies. Ify and I were both born in the same year, which I think is why we coast good together. We're both uh, 88, and '88, and so we okay. were just we just kind of you know skipped over you just the. 80s. Skipped over the '80s. We're like, no one really cares because that no. was, you know. And then in the '90s, Nicktoons came <laughs> no,
1: out. Even. Um, Hector was like, you know, Nickelodeon kind of really started in 1991. I was just
0: like, no. Okay, but to be fair, that is their most icon- like that is that known is. as their. What we talked about was like their big three, which uh, came out at the same time. It was Rugrats, Doug, and uh-huh. Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm. and that kind of like started off their Nick Tunes. But yeah, we talked about Double Dare. Oddly enough, I actually worked for Mark Summers like a couple I'm years jealous. ago. Um, he has a production company now, so I was working on a show that he uh, was producing. But I think he's back on.
1: He's back on the new with uh, with Liza. He's yeah, back on Liza as a, yeah. he he is the um, the announcer now. Okay. Um, I, here's something funny. First of all, I, I grew up watching those shows, and Double Dare was Double Dare for, in my opinion, is a big reason Nickelodeon stayed afloat because if a lot of people don't remember, Double Dare actually went over to Fox
2: oh, for no. a year or for a season. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Double Dare was on Nickelodeon, uh, and it was just the two kids. And then it went over to Fox as a syndicated show, and it was a primetime show on Fox. And that was like, oh, man, what's this? Game show from Nickelodeon on yeah. Fox? Yeah. And it didn't last, but so it came back to Nickelodeon as super sloppy Double Dare. And then it became Family Double Dare, which is what most people kind of remember. The is this family why you're double mad dare. that you
0: weren't on? This is why, because you, you have these no, facts? Because I these had facts. these facts, <laughs> yeah. And so let me,
1: so actually, actually, double, but Mark Summers is the reason I wanted to become an actor. What? Which is crazy. Mark yeah. Summers
0: specifically. Yeah.
1: I, I remember growing up, uh, so I was born in 1986, so I'm not that much uh, yeah. older than yeah. you, but I remember growing up as like a four or five year old watching Double Dare, watching him as a host. And what I would do is I would, my mom would hate this. I would rip all the paper towel off the paper towel roll and have that be my microphone. Oh, wow. And I would pretend to be a host of a, of a, so of a game show. And I was like, oh man, I love him. He's so energetic. He makes me want to watch. I can do that. And yeah. I just started like pretending to be a host. And then that kind of kickstarted me wanting to be like entertainer and blah, 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 blah. Holy crap. So I... 100 percent credit Mark Summers for making me want to become an entertainer. Dang, uh, you need to tell him that. I would love to tell him that. <laughs> I would love to I've never met him. I would love to tell him that. And I would love to run a Slopstickle course yeah, on ne- Double Yeah, ne-
0: Next time they're doing auditions, just uh say that in the room. I there. should. I
1: mm-hmm. man, I don't know no kids, but I was you I was, know, should audition some kids. Like, yo, was... be my son and my <laughs> That was
0: really funny because I remember when everyone was going out for, uh, they were casting for the new Blues Clues. Yeah, I went out for that. Oh, did you? See, this to me is funny because I I didn't. And I remember Ify did. I'm like, Ify! you have so many tweets about eating ass. Like, there's <laughs> no way. And I'm like, you don't, you're you not even deleting them. Yeah. Like, That's the funny thing is all my friends that went out for it, like I already knew. I'm like, I talk about porn too much. Mm-hmm. I'm very like pro porn. If you, yep. you can, almost every podcast I do, I feel like I bring it up, including this one. Um, <laughs> I think it's just because my family is like so hardcore Catholic that mm-hmm. until I left the house and now I'm my own person, an adult, and I can be like, yeah. And the whole time, I was looking at porn. I love it. I love (laughs) Um, it. I don't gotta hide about it anymore. You don't.
1: You know. So that's why I feel especially in comedy.
0: Yeah, I got my. (laughs) 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 And uh, and so, but that to me was so funny that all my friends that went out for it didn't even try to hide any of their their tweets and, and stuff.
1: I didn't wow. even think to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no way I could have became the host of but I, I dropped nigga way too much on this show. <laughs> uh, I have coined too many ludicrous f- phrases on this show. Uh, blowing the Noodle Back is, <laughs> I don't know why it's so popular, but it is. And as soon as they would have got winded, they was like, yo, we need to talk Jackies. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nah, you you, you can't do this. <laughs> right.
0: Well, I kind of wonder about stuff like that, because, you know, like, John C. Riley is the voice of Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. and he has actively, like, teabagged Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, I don't know how much they actually care, but I feel like Nick and Diz- at least their television shows, Nickelodeon and and Disney's uh, TV stars, I feel like, are under close watch.
1: They're under close, especially if you're going to be the new host of Blue's Clues because of the Um, previous host of Blue's Clues. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that one, they want that one especially to be squeaky, clean, no past. I'm not going
0: to be able to post my thirst traps anymore. There's no (laughs) way. You know? know, I'm 30, my body looks good as ever, so... No, I need I need to celebrate this time. I'm yeah. not taking it down, Nickelodeon. I
1: can't do it. I'm not going to be the Blue's Clues host for you. Uh, all right. So I want to ask you something based on my Mark Summer story. Okay. But I'm going to ask you that after the break. All right, we back. We back. I'm we nervous. You nervous? It's not. What be are these questions? No, it's not. It's not crazy questions. Uh, we're gonna like, deep. We're gonna deep dive into the life of Danny. That's all. Okay. All no, right.
0: that sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so tell kidding. me I'm your so, deepest,
1: darkest secrets. You know,
0: you follow me on Twitter, so you see them all. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm actually an open book.
1: I love it. All right. So how I say Mark Summers is the. Well, what is? All right. So you do your host. Uh, you told me that you. Uh, are also doing voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Are you also trying to be an actress or writer? Yeah. or? Yeah, 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 both. Okay, both. okay. Yeah, I both. actually
0: moved to L.A. to write, and uh, my first job was at the Ice House Comedy Club, uh-huh. which I highly recommend as a first job because then you're around comedians, um, and I got to do some ghostwriting for them. Uh, and... Um, that was great, and made a lot of connections there. Also, the Ice House is just an amazing place. And I was poor as fuck. Mm-hmm. They were so concerned for me. I moved out here. I didn't really know a lot of people, and they would like send me home with food because mm-hmm. um, they were concerned that I, I was I was very poor. So, anyways, yeah. And then I end up writing for some humor sites. I've written for um, Full Screen, New Form, Epic Meal Time. Um, yeah, and then also acting. Got
1: gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. All right. So how Mark Summers is that guy for me? I would say he's probably a hero of mine. Like, I wouldn't probably melt if I met him, but I would love to meet him. Who is, that, who is that person for you? Oh, man. Who's that person that you can trace back to that first instance where you were like, or even if it's multiple people or anything like that, you're like, all right, I think this is something I might want to do.
0: Um... I would say if I look back at my childhood, which it's now because people ask me about like female heroes that I looked up to and it's kind of sad I didn't really have like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, I really looked up to uh, Will Smith, Jim Carrey, Chris Rock, and um, oh, shoot, there was another one. And probably Robin Williams. Okay. They were goofy. They were funny. They reminded me of my brothers. Um, they remind me because I was a tomboy growing up. So, uh I played Nintendo constantly. I was into anime. Like, I just liked the things that my brothers liked. And I was around a lot of goofy guys like that. In fact, I remember um, when Chris Rock's special came out. Um, what oh, Shoot, which one is? Uh, uh, Bigger, Blacker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when that one came out, uh, I had bought a TV... Uh, At a garage sale that I had in my room that I could watch, it got a couple. I think it got cable uh, because I remember watching it in black and white on Comedy Central. That was how (laughs) in black and white. uh (laughs) uh It was a black and white TV, um, and I would watch Bananas in Pajamas when I was getting ready to go to school. This Mm. I think when yeah I forgot what what grade I was in, but I remember writing down some of his jokes Mm. and taking them to school. Like so, now I look back, I'm like, oh cool, I was stealing someone's jokes.
1: <laughs> and uh, my
0: mom found them and was like, What is that? My mom also, like, just a total snoop, as most moms are. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember that. I remember I had a crush on both Will Smith and Jim Carrey. Uh, the mask. Independence Day in The Mask, like, that was my sexual awakening. <laughs> really?
1: The Mask? I yeah, mean, I he was pretty why, sexual in that movie. Yeah,
0: he was with uh, Cameron Diaz. With Cameron Diaz, who, you know, like...
1: I mean, that was probably my first sexual mm-hmm. awakening, you know too, she mean? walked in them damn doors.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. We, you have this buff funny-ass man, and and Will Smith, and just like, you know, everyone wanted to be friends with him, and it was really funny because in our Nickelodeon episode, uh, Hector Navarro, who was our guest, and Iffy were talking about when they watched all that, and when they saw all that, they were like, oh, I want to... I want to be those guys. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. for me, because I didn't really ever see Latinas on TV, we really weren't really on TV. I instead was like, oh, I want to date those guys. You know, it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I was like, oh, I can also be funny. I can also be on camera.
1: Right, right.
0: But that was my, uh, yeah, and cartoon characters, of course. Of course.
1: All right. So if you had to choose one of those people, Mm -hmm. because I was thinking, somebody asked me this a few weeks ago. Because uh, I told them about the double dare Mark Summers thing, it's like, all right, is there if you ever met him, is there a story that you wouldn't tell? Because I I think I've been like described I jerked off to you. Like, <laughs> like yeah, man, one time you put some slime on your uh, on your shoulder, and then a little pie cream. Wait, came can off. I can I uh, can I that?
0: can I interject about how yes. I learned on this show that I jerk off more than Carl does? What I. Yes, I don't think he's like he has no. Re- it's funny because people are like, "Oh no, there's no way." I'm like, "There's he has no reason to lie." Yeah, he's not about no that. Reason to he has lie no reason to about lie, lie about it. Yeah,
1: I was just shocked.
0: Yeah, me too. I was
1: shocked. I I don't I I go through life.
0: I jerked off already this morning before <laughs> I got here.
1: <laughs> I did too. Yeah! <laughs> And that's not a lie. <laughs>
0: that's why we sound but so smooth that's right why we now. we sound relaxed, so smooth and relaxed. You
1: know? <laughs> We're about four or five feet away from the microphones, but yeah. our voice is so booming and smooth. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that shit... I, did, it's to I dated crazy. I dated
0: a guy who didn't watch porn. And I thought that was crazy. And and whenever I would like jokingly tweet about how my boyfriend didn't watch porn, people mm-hmm. would be like, Oh yeah, that's what he tells you. I'm like, No, 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 you don't understand. Like, I watch it. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem. I think it's weird he doesn't watch it. Yeah. Because I'm but he would still jerk off. So I'm like, what are you doing? Just like staring up at the ceiling.
1: Yeah, what do you I mean, yeah, like, it's it's a rare day in my life. <laughs> if I jerk off and I can't and I'm just you know going to my thought bank
0: yeah <laughs>
1: like, you man You're
0: pulling up that like hot substitute teacher you had in sixth grade yeah. you know I mean, you like, know
1: the internet is too accessible for me to
0: for sure it makes it really easy <laughs> yeah it I makes mean, it so I def- easy I have an active imagination but seeing those people do it live like as much Well, is... not live I mean I haven't I haven't done that <laughs> but
1: <laughs> is there live for out there you know, I there's, mean like, on oh, the, 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 cam, the cam, the shit. Yeah. yeah the cam shit. yeah I could never. I would never pay for that. I don't. I don't think.
0: I don't even pay for premium. I think Iffy has like a couple of premium ones, but mm-hmm. I'm like, no. These seven minute videos do it these for are good. me. I these mean, are good. I can just, I just rewind, watch that part again. Yeah. You know, I always know the ones that get me. If I'm having a rough day, I'm. going like, to go back <laughs> to my favorites.
1: <laughs> I got the. Fa- I got faves on my on yeah. my on my Tube Eight. Where's account? that one
0: video that did it? Uh, that's the one.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Alright, so besides me jerking off to Mark Summers, (laughs) uh, is there a story, because I'll tell my story, it's not even that embarrassing, but it is, the story I probably wouldn't want to tell Mark Summers. Is there a story that you wouldn't want to... Wait,
0: no, tell me yours.
1: Alright. I mean, it's not even, like, it's not sexual, it's when I, it's the story of, I I don't even want to tell it on this, Uh, but as an adult, when I shit myself... (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was so embarrassing. I cried. Oh, uh, man. But, all right, so I had just got my hair cut. Sophie in the, Sophie in the booth laughing so hard right now. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> do it. Sophie, cover your ears. Uh, I had just got my hair cut. I was feeling fresh. Man, I was ready to go out that night. And I was in Chicago, so I, I don't know if you've ever been to Chicago, but yeah. there's something called Lakeshore Drive which is basically a freeway right off the lake. And I'm driving on Lakeshore Drive after I got my hair cut. And in the barbershop, it like kind of hit me, but I only live like 15 minutes away from my barber, so I'm like, I can make it home. I was like, all right, let me get in the car. I'm on Lakeshore Drive, and it hits me hard. Oh, no. To the point where I'm like, oh, I had to unbutton my first, you know, I have to unbutton the, mm. the pants, Yeah. then I have to take off the belt. Then I can't even have pressure on my stomach, so my seatbelt is off. And then on the free, and on Lakeshore Drive, I can't be in a sitting position. So now I'm driving standing up. I'm <laughs> oh, like <what? laughs> I'm like driving. I'm like driving with like off the ground. Your,
0: your like knees are locked yeah.
1: out? Yes, with like half my head out the window. What did you have like, some window. bad milk or I something? don't know what the fuck I had. Oh, I don't man. know what I had. And I'm like and, and on Lakeshore Drive there's nowhere for me to pull off cuz it's all residential oh, uh places. So there's nowhere for me to pull off and like run into a store or yeah. like a <sighs> so then I finally get off at my stop. And like at this point, like I'm like, I can't make it. And I have a garage spot, and I can't even make it in the garage. I park right in front. It's like one of those underground garages. I park right in front of the fucking garage. So I'm like, if somebody's going to tell me, they're going to tell me. <laughs> 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 and then I'm like wobbling into the apartment, and I live on the top floor, so I have to wait for the elevator. And as soon as the elevator opened, I walked in the elevator, and it just started oh, no. coming out. And then I had me a good-ass cry. Uh, Wait, was it
0: like dripping out of the elevator? No, you don't got to
1: say that. Uh, I mean, I, I was holding it in so it wouldn't drip because I was wearing shorts, too. It was.
2: That sounds...
1: It was uh, It was not... I burned those clothes. I, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I straight up burnt those clothes. Uh, I took them out and I fucking lit those motherfuckers on fire.
0: You do it in like a fireplace, you did it like out in public space. I did it, I did it out.
1: I mean, I went outside to the trash can and like burned those motherfuckers. Oh god, I'm sure uh, that your
0: neighbors appreciated that smell.
1: Oh my gosh, and yeah, you, can I, ca- I
0: tell you something that's gonna make you feel better? Please do. Um, on Twitter a couple months ago, I asked people to submit to DM me their most embarrassing stories, mm-hmm. um, and I shared some of mine and I said I would share them anonymously so I just made a huge thread of everyone's stories Mm -hmm. and I cannot tell you how many were about people shitting themselves oh I cannot tell you and so then they would come back because they would see that I didn't share theirs and like oh was this not bad enough I'm like no there's only so many there's only so many there's only so many panshin ones I can put on here that
1: makes me feel all my shitters unite (laughs) everybody (laughs) everybody who's ever shit yourself
0: everybody with IBS (laughs) yeah
1: hit me uh... up hit me I think I because like I haven't shit myself since then, but I've come close too many times. Yeah, I was like, I think I may need to go to the You're doctor.
0: Lactose intolerant, or something. something.
1: You know what? Mm-hmm. I think I just figured it out. On this last, I was in D.C. last week, and I had I love me some Oreo milkshakes. Every new place I go, or if it's a new city, oh, I'm getting me an Oreo yeah. milkshake. Got me an Oreo milkshake. Shit your pants! <laughs> I almost did, man. I was we yeah, were driving man. up near the Washington Mall, and uh, oh, the Washington Mall, the National Mall, and I was with my mom, and I was like, yo. I can't make it, yo. And I pulled over on Pennsylvania Avenue.
2: <laughs> you need like a bucket. You need like a bucket, bucket in bucket. your <laughs> trunk.
1: I do, man. It was bad. It was bad, man. So if y'all ever see me like rushing, don't don't stop me, man. Let me let me go do my thing. All right. So is there? I mean, you're pretty open. I'm pretty open too. I don't yeah. like to tell that story, uh, oh. but I mean, fuck it. I told it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there something that you would be embarrassed to tell anybody or your your hero? Uh, hero. Or somebody who, like, yeah. you identify as, not only do I love this person, this person made me want to do what I do.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that is the thing about me being so open. I'm like, I'm trying to think of something that I'd be embarrassed to say. Um, yeah, okay, I have something, I don't know if I told them, but something very embarrassing that happened was... Um, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm ruining this podcast by just being the dirtiest person.
1: No. Trust me. <laughs> when I listened even... to Carl
0: on here and he was like, "I did not. I, this is not the podcast <laughs> that I started." I'm like, "Great, I'm coming on. I'm just going to talk about porn. We're do talking it. about pants shitting. Do it. Um, Okay, this is extremely embarrassing. I have okay. no problem sharing this. Is that I was uh, having sex with a gentleman, as you mm-hmm. do. I was on top of him, and I meant to say, "I love your dick," and I said, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 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 and just didn't the rest of it didn't come out it was so bad I love I, you. I know I am. Your dick should have been at the end. Er, should have been at the end, but it wasn't. And. Er dick.
1: <laughs> no, no. No, I didn't put asterisk, the er dick on that.
0: Asterisk. <laughs> I was out of breath. I was on top. I was doing the work. And it just came out. I love you. And fuck. I'm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That is the most embarrassing thing.
1: Um, when you're doing the work so well, you, know, you can't. You're... You profess your love. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: when you're like just Hooking up with someone and yeah. you're you're not, you're not boyfriend and girlfriend and that's really embarrassing. I have um uh, haunted still. It's like those are the things that like what did he say? You're late. Uh, uh, nothing. Um, I <laughs> he probably groaned. I don't know, but um, those are the things when you're up late at night and you can't sleep and you remember all the embarrassing. You're like, oh shit, I said that five years ago. Yeah, this really embarrassing thing. Um, that's one of, I have had a guy friend that told me he was saying like, I love fucking you. And it just came out like, I love you. You know, like when you're in, in the heat of the moment, not all the words come out. And yeah. I'm I just going to stop talking. No, I'm keep doing talking. It. I, no, I'm yeah. Not, like, oh, when, when you're I'm...
1: doing it. I, <sighs> I've, I've, I've called, I've called out the wrong name before. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Whoa. so happy she didn't. Didn't catch get, it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean that probably makes me feel better because she was so deep in it that she didn't mm-hmm, even catch it. Mm-hmm. I caught it immediately. Yeah, and I I think I called her Sarah. <laughs> mom,
0: uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you, call, <laughs> you know when you call uh, your substitute teacher like we you call your teacher mom by accident when yeah, you were growing up.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. My, what's another? Mine is. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Being Latin, I'm loud like I just am. I don't Mm -hmm. know how to not be loud in bed. And I have had the uh, hotel security called on me a couple of times. Love it. Yeah,
1: that I, I did not have... even
0: want to give him too much credit. I'm like, he just, he was just, like, just enjoying regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, shit. I think the guy is like, cause he ended up being a piece of shit, and I think he's like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, was making me. I'm like, no, I mean, you didn't even have to be there to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling myself.
1: Yeah, I was feeling my damn self. Yeah, I, I mean, I've put my foot in my mouth a, a few times in my life, and I, this, this, this was a lesson for me. Uh, I was working at the Container Store. I'm addicting. Like,
0: that place is addicting. It is it's like you didn't know you needed these items. It's
1: the only place I've ever been fired from, uh, <laughs> too. And I was working at the Container Store. This is, I was twenty ish, twenty maybe. So this was like twelve years ago, and we. I was helping somebody out to their car. Uh, I was helping a lady out to her car, uh, and she was waiting for a cab. So that's what it was. So I was there waiting for. And just making up conversation, I turned to her, and I was like, "Oh, so when do you do?"
2: <gasps> no.
1: And uh, and she looked at me. That
0: is never a question. Oh,
1: I know that now. <laughs> that
0: is never a question. Well,
1: I didn't make it better. She looked at me and was like, "Oh, I'm not pregnant. I just need to work out, blah blah blah." And I'm already feeling like shit. And I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I mean, you look pregnant." <laughs> You doubled double down. I doubled down, oh, well. and then I was like, "Oh, I mean, we have a lot of pregnant women here, so I just and I was like, i 'I'm oh, so man. sorry.' Uh, so now, unless like a <laughs> person has a baby coming out of right. her fucking shoulder, uh, I will unless not. that
0: baby is crowning at <laughs> yes. that moment. Yes. You're not gonna ask.
1: Never. Um. Never.
0: Yeah. God. Wow. That was. That
1: was. That was probably the most embarrassed. That's when you was like when you when you. Stay up at night yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's uh-huh. mine right there that
0: reminds me of uh, have you ever seen the Brother Solomon? With, yeah uh, yeah, it reminds me of a scene I think will Forte was like uh your face makes up for your body <laughs> He was like no, but you I said it makes up
1: for it <laughs> right it was like not better <laughs> that good yeah, oh man i I would t- I mean I t- I've told that story before, but yeah it was I, I feel bad now. About you that. you should. That I woman should. still
0: remembers it and oh, of it to this. She day. still
1: remembers me to this day. If she ever saw me, <laughs> she if she, if she's listening to me. All right, this was North Side of Chicago Container <laughs> Store, North and Clybourne. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure we just lost a fan. Uh, what if it goes... turned out
0: that she was pregnant though, and she just didn't know it,
1: and Ooh. maybe you just you I know, mean were psychic. She would have had to been about four full five months pregnant.
0: Well, you see those, like, I didn't know I was pregnant stories. Yeah. And it was like, how did you not know that you had a full-ass baby in you? I
1: don't I don't get that either.
0: And it was like, I was going to the bathroom, and I pushed the baby came
1: out. Oh, the baby hit the toilet seat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like a splash. Like, yeah. How did you not know that? I think there was one on, like, an airplane or something, where it was what? like, I didn't know I was pregnant. And then you just are having a baby in in an airplane bathroom.
1: Are these normally, and I'm not trying to, like, Like weight shame, but are these normally bigger women who? I don't know, because I I feel like I've only seen those stories a couple times, and they're usually uh, bigger, bigger Mm -hmm. people where like it's not even visible that they were pregnant. Also,
0: you would not get your period for like nine months. So yeah. they're just not paying attention. They're just not paying Which, attention. Which I mean, I, I feel you. Like I've had those times where I'm, I'm not even checking. Right. I'm not sleeping with anyone right now, so I'm not checking. Right. Damn,
1: it's been nine months. Since I had a period. This Shit. is really convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah. I I can't I can't fathom that. Although I don't know if I should say this. I mean, this uh, somebody in my family. I won't mm-hmm. say who, uh, but somebody in my family had. A phantom pregnancy. Uh, oh, wait, what is that? Apparently, or maybe this is just the lie they told me to shield me from the fact that she had a miscarriage. Mm, um. <laughs> so that now that I'm saying this as an adult, maybe that's what it was. But apparently, it was that she thought she was pregnant, but she wasn't pregnant. Oh, huh. um, and yeah, it could be a miscarriage. Yeah, yeah, it probably was a miscarriage. But, like, yeah, but she was pregnant. Yeah, it had to be a miscarriage cuz she but she went all the way to the end I feel like. But and there then There was no baby? There was no baby. She like no baby nothing. Weird. So, I don't know if aliens maybe abduction. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's what it they is. They put their
0: little alien baby in there and they came back to get it.
1: Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Damn. Damn, auntie! Do you believe it? <laughs> 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 Damn, my world is. Shook I believe now. in everything. So. I like that's probably more likely than a phantom pregnancy. <laughs> An
0: alien baby. An
1: Alien is baby. More <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she came and she took that the alien. Came Have and you took seen her uh, baby? the
0: fourth kind? No, that what it was with um. Oh, I can't even. It was the the woman from the Fifth Element. Mila um, maybe, Jovich? A, yes. Or yes. Something. Yeah. 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 That, that terrified me. I thought that was a real, because they did found footage. It was back when everyone was kind of doing found footage yeah. films. And I thought that was real footage. What's the movie about? So it was about a town in Alaska that all of these people were kind of being, uh, having encounters with aliens. It's right. very creepy. But they, a psychologist was, was... Interviewing them, and Mm -hmm. they would show footage from it, and I thought that was like real footage. It would be like someone levitating or screaming in like a really alien way, or and uh, I don't know. I later found out that it was, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood eyes,
1: Hollywood eyes. Yeah,
0: I still believe in shit like that though. Or I don't know about aliens, but I definitely believe in paranormal activity. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Oh, I, I do. I can't sleep with my door open because I believe same ghosts are. Yeah, there's this there's this uh Twitter there's this person who created a Twitter account as the ghost who follows me, uh, <laughs> which I think is great. Yeah, uh, and I'm the only person they follow <laughs> really? on Twitter. What? Yeah. Oh
2: God, now it's, that's creepy. Is
1: uh, is so funny? I mean, you know, it's my privilege that I can laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but yeah, it's. Uh,
0: I've been in a. I've been in a lot of haunted houses growing up, more really? than anyone should. Uh huh. I can't do it. And uh, it's so funny. Ship. I went. I went for the first time and saw a psychic last month, and mm-hmm. they were two. My girlfriend and I went, and she. The reading they gave her was so spot on for her. And then the second I sat down, they were like, huh. Do you have a witch in your family? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what kind of response is that? But it was funny because I was just talking about how I have brujas or like bl- that type of blood in, in history. Uh-huh. And it was interesting because they were like, your ancestors are trying to get a hold of you and like all this stuff. I'm like, shit, this is fucked up. Yeah. But whenever my friends would fuck around with like, uh, Ouija boards One My mom was like You're never bringing that My mom would be the type of person Who when I would watch scary movies She would be like You're inviting the demons Yeah I would get sick And she was like This is because you're watching Those scary movies Mm -hmm. That's why you're sick That's why I'm like mom I have an autoimmune disorder
1: Yeah (laughs) Mama you need to take me To the doctor
0: (laughs) Shit (laughs) No my mom Catholic moms They would be like Offer it up Offer it up offered That's up, so Jesus funny. offered up. I um, could
1: never, I had to stop watching the Power Rangers because my grandma said they were demonic. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: my aunt uh, thinks she wouldn't let my nephew read Harry Potter because mm-hmm. it's witches. Wizards and witches. Mm-hmm.
1: Ugh, I don't get it. I don't get it. But something I do get that I want to I wanna do a rapid little fire thing. It's going to be a quick rapid fire. We'll do it once we come back from break. This theme song. Dragon, Dragon, Balls of Dragon. Oh, this was my shit growing up. All right, that was my shit growing up. Uh-huh. oh man, I love that so much.
0: God that opening is still so good. It's
1: still so fucking good. Yeah. I loved it growing up all right, so I wanna do i wanna I wanna get as much as I can I'm gonna do some who what are you rathers uh or like this person or this person or this saga or this saga and stuff like that. Okay. I got a few okay. uh, but I wanna to see if they line up with mine and now i will I will admit that. Uh, I was solely Dragon Ball Z. I didn't do Dragon Ball. I didn't do much of Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't really watch the the new Dragon Ball Z that's out You'd now. Like I think. It. Super. I, my brother told me I would like it. He's into it. Uh, I just we'll get you there. I'll do it because there's
0: a new movie coming out. You gotta be with that. Broly is coming back. Fuck I yeah. mean,
1: the original, the first live action Dragon Ball Z movie. No, was we don't the talk worst about that thing ever. Uh, <laughs> we
0: don't claim that.
1: Don't, don't, Don't. I mean it would be hard to do a live action because those people are just so anatomically, incorrectly built. (laughs) Yeah but it wouldn't because you look
0: at like when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I'm like this is almost entirely an intergalactic fight. That's true. Like they were throwing fireballs and stuff at each other, there's no reason with the technology that we have that people couldn't, it's just who's going to do it Right, right you know
1: Marvel where you at Yeah Marvel uh, Well now
0: they can't cuz they picked up Fox Disney picked up Fox is, and they own the rights to Dragon Ball Z What Yes
2: Damn. So now we, there's
0: there and there's no way that they can't capitalize on this They have to see the amount of fans like everything like everything at Comic-Con was sold out like Dragon Ball Z they yeah. had uh, Hall H which is the huge panel that they do all the Marvel and DC announcements like it was completely packed for the Dragon Ball Super movie mm-hmm. so it's like there which is the animated one that's coming out um, uh, I think it's their third one now. But, yeah, the fandom is ravenous. It's so big. So ravenous. And we had Dragon Ball Fighters, the game that dropped. So there's no reason. They have to understand that this could be huge for yeah, them. Yeah,
1: especially done well. And yeah. not only Dragon Ball Z fans who watch it now, but like old hair Dragon Ball uh-huh. Z fans who used to watch it yeah. would come back in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, was, that would be dope. All right, so here we go. Let's start with something easy. Okay. Goku or Vegeta. Vegeta. All right. Uh, Frieza saga or Cell saga? Uh,
0: Frieza.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, because
0: my man Vegeta, like, he was still, you know, bad. He was peak bad Vegeta.
1: That's... Do mm-hmm. you think he was peak bad Vegeta at that point?
0: You know, he was peak bad in the Saiyan saga. But, right. uh, yeah, Frieza, he was still...
1: He was still... He was struggling at that, because... He
0: wasn't towards the end.
1: It was almost... It, it was almost the... Enemy of my enemy is my friend. I right, think. right,
0: right. Well, and also Frieza Saga, we got Super Saiyan, which was our first. Which is yeah, was so epic. Yeah, it's like the, <laughs> it the so biggest moment epic. in Dragon Ball Z history. Yeah, it was yeah. so
1: epic. All right, all right. Uh, Frieza Saga or Boo Saga?
0: Um. Well, oh god, I don't know. I kind of I like Boo because we have Goten and Trunks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, we have Teenage Gohan, which I had a crush on. Uh huh. Um, in case You haven't known, I had a crush on everybody, apparently.
1: <laughs> Teenage um, Gohan,
0: which I think is really funny that people are like, Girls like Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, Yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of buff ass dudes in spandex with like half their shirts gone. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. It I'm makes gonna sense. like it, it, it makes, makes sense. <laughs> sense. Yeah, <laughs> it makes just like why women sense. like wrestling. Everyone's like, women don't like wrestling. I'm like, Yeah, these no, they dudes they are buff as hell and they're wearing tiny little outfits. Exactly. And I also like you know, bedazzled costumes. So,
1: there you go. All right, uh. Chi-Chi or Bulma?
0: Mm, Bulma? Bulma. Although, Chi-Chi is like the Skyler from Breaking Bad of Drag Malzy.
1: Really? Where That's interesting. Like, no, and
0: I feel like she has a point. Like, her husband is always taking off and right. ruining things. But um, she ends up being like the nagging mom that uh-huh. everyone hates. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's
1: true. I mean, I, I liked... I like Chi Chi. was one that got me sexually aroused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a
0: whole episode of her and like Calvin Klein. Do you remember that? Like no, her Oh, I can send I it to you. Please uh, do. They're on their way to Namek and she's just in her underwear, straight up in her underwear for an entire episode. Yeah. And makes she's sense. thick. Like yeah. I don't, yeah. They drew her thick. Uh-huh, they, they drew did.
1: her thick. They did. Yeah, they drew her thick. Gohan or trunks.
0: Trunks. Trunks. Future trunks, man. Future trunks was
1: dope, man. Mm-hmm. When 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 Frieza came back. And future trunks fucked him up. It oh, was yeah. and, and and you know what made that so good for me is because it was pretty close after the uh, Frieza saga. It was right after the Frieza right. Saga. And that was so long. and now Frieza is back. And so you're like, Damn, that was quick as shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if you remember, but since you watched it on Toonami, they plugged Trunks coming for a while with those mm-hmm. old school commercials. And it was him. It was like a black screen. And then it was his sword like swiping through. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. But it was so, it was like to advertise him. I just remember that. It was, it was so, so dope. cool. It
1: was so dope. It's like
0: your older brother that you want to be
1: Yes. All right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Gohan and Trunks merged at one point, right? Uh Goten and Trunks. Goten Goten. Goten and Trunks. And that's right. And then uh obviously Goku and Vegeta merged. Uh-huh. Which one of those two of the two merges?
0: Mm, I think I like Gotenks, because they're which is Goten and Trunks yes. because they're goofy as hell. They like, were like they're fun. So, th- yeah, they're just uh, and they're cocky and they're just a mess. I think one time they went after Hitler, <laughs> which they randomly uh had in there. So yeah, they're they were fun.
1: Um, Piccolo or Krillin?
0: Ooh, I you know what's so fun? Piccolo, Piccolo. But Krill, there's a lot of Krillin heads out there. There's a lot there of are. Krillin heads. Yeah, there are a lot of Krillin fans. I think people relate to him because he has like limited power. You know, he's a human and he's, in my opinion, not that cool. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And he dies early. And I, I feel like everyone's like, yeah, that's me. That yeah. would be me. In this scenario, I would die. I would die. Uh, all my friends are cooler than me and are buffer than me and but he also has an extremely smoking hot wife. Uh-huh. So, he's he's pulling something.
1: That's true. All right. Here's one. Android 17 or Android 19?
0: Uh 17. 17. Yeah. Slick.
1: Yeah. I he he was he was uh what's the word I'm looking for? He he reminds me of uh like Tyler Breeze from the WWE. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is <laughs> like, I know I'm hot. Yeah. Uh yeah. He
0: always reminds me of like my chemical romance or something with like his you know, his like emo hair sideswept, like black hair. Uh-huh. Um uh, and his like scarf. Yeah.
1: Ginyu Force or the Saiyans and Ooh, the and the Vegeta saga. Sai-
0: oh, in the Vegeta saga. Yeah. Well, that has Nappa, and he's lame as hell. Nappa um, was lame. Yeah, I would say Ginyu Force. Ginyu Force. They are like wrestlers. They like do all these poses. Yeah. And, and um, have like out. Yeah, I love the Ginyu Force.
1: Ginyu Force was my shit, and Goku fucked them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, but they were fucking everybody up before that, and Goku came in and was just so badass at that moment. Yeah. Uh, That I loved it. All right. Here's one. Last one. What was the best Dragon Ball wish on Dragon Ball Z?
0: Man, I think there was a fake wish where Vegeta wished for new boots. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) You could literally end poverty, but instead you wanted some like sleek ass boots. Is this for real? He
1: wished for new boots.
0: Well, he kind of made a joke about it. I don't think that they actually did it, but I do remember him saying, uh, him asking for it. (laughs) So it tells you a little bit about him.
1: I love Vegeta man. He wants to look
0: good. He wants to yeah.
1: Whenever whenever I get the Goku Vegeta question, because I'm 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 Team Goku, but it's tough because I feel like I I relate more to Vegeta and i feel like i like the vegeta character more mm-hmm. but man there's nothing as dope as when goku comes to kick some ass uh, i think and- it's really
0: hard to relate to goku he's like superman he's yes. pure of heart like that's it, he's you know vegeta's a very flawed he's like batman he's yeah. bruce wayne he's you know how we would probably be we would be darker we'd be like slightly bitter maybe mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Goku is pure-hearted, and it's hard for us to grasp and to connect grasp to. That. Yeah, someone that I mean, he he's so pure-hearted that he can ride Nimbus, that cloud, and like me, within you know two minutes on your show, I'm talking about porn. There's no way I'd be able to step <laughs> you on, ain't on that cloud. Yeah, there's like, no way I'd fall right through. I'd fall right through. Yeah. I also like to me, I'm like, are those your kids? That man does, has never had sex before. That man does not know what sex is. He actively has not kissed his wife. Yeah.
1: And if he has, there's no way he would come inside of her. Yeah. He, he no would, I think he, he was would sub- pull out and come in his hand. He was
0: probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he thought they were fighting. He probably thought they were wrestling. And then he was like, what is this coming out of me? You know, uh, yeah.
1: that's. Goku yeah. no, has
0: not had sex. They
1: were, they were accidental babies. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. <laughs> it's the truth.
1: That's so fucked up. One of my favorite Vegeta moments was, I, I, I'm i going to get the quote wrong, but it was when, it was something that Bulma was doing and it was ridiculous. And they just cut to Vegeta and he was just looking and he was like, Som- something to the effect of, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him. And it was it made me laugh so fucking hard. That and sounds I loved like him. it. Uh all right, I'm gonna go get on a Dragon Ball the new Dragon Ball Z. Is it yeah. called Dragon Ball Z? It's uh, Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. It's dope though.
0: Yeah, it actually just you like wrapped up for okay. it went it went for a, a couple of seasons. Uh, I think it started in twenty fifteen, so you're a little bit behind. I'm a, I'm a little bit behind. Uh, but, but you, I like
1: benching shit.
0: Yeah, you could also watch the movies, so the movies that came out kind of overlap with the show. So you can just okay. watch those.
1: All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Your culture king is going to get back into Dragon Ball Z. I promise. All right. I got one last question I want for to ask you. Uh, because I think it's so important, like you said, you, growing up, didn't have many Latinas to look yeah, at yeah. and be inspired by and everything like that. So as a Latina in your position... Um, where you're doing dope shit, you have a voice, uh, you have a respected voice. You're on a lot of, I, I, you know. Look, I know people break ground all the time, but uh, we have a nerd show on this network that's hosted by a black man and a yeah. Latina yeah. woman. That is, it is. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. fucking dope as shit. We got two. We got a, a Culture Kings two black dudes mm-hmm. hosting the show. Like that. This shit is not. Even my
0: my panels that you were talking about, I don't know any other Latina that had like eight panels at Comic-Con. That's crazy that people actually care about my voice and want to hear it. It's very humbling.
1: Yeah, it's it's really dope. So you're doing dope (laughs) shit, so you're going to keep doing it. I I know that. But what can you tell people who like navigating these spaces as a person of color, navigating the entertainment spaces as a person of color, uh, how have you found it? Difficult for you, easy for you. What's some, what's some shit you can tell some people that can yeah. lift them up?
0: Surround yourself with other people of color. Do not let white people make you think that they're your competition because they will. A lot of times it feels like there's only one person of color allowed in the room or one person of color on a show. And yeah. once they have it, they're like, oh, no, we got our black person. That's it. We don't need any more. Oh, we got our one Latino person. We don't need any more. <clears throat> and so it ends up feeling like your brothers and sisters are your competition. And that's really that's not how it should be. Um, and that's still just because we have such limited space, but we're, we're all out here trying to create more. Definitely if you're a writer or, you know, if you want to be an actor or something like get your friends, write, get your friends together and shoot something. It mm-hmm. is not as difficult. I think um, there's been several movies that came out this year that were shot on iPhones mm-hmm. <clears throat> like unsane I think was shot entirely on the iPhone like you can you don't necessarily or like some of your friends that are in tech might actually have a camera or something like that but you can make cool shit with your friends and I think that's what Iffy and I also discovered is like hey you like Dragon Ball Z I like Dragon Ball Z let's start because originally when we started it was we had a Dragon Ball Z podcast mm-hmm. and uh, we talk about Keeping comedy in our it. life yeah 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, krillin it, yeah. Oh,
1: krillin it. That's krillin
0: right. it. Um, which was why everyone thought that we were krillin fans. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted. I just thought it was a funny name and. Anyway, so yeah, so so definitely surround yourself because also not like I was saying, they're not only they're not your competition; they are the only people that really know what this industry is like as a person of color, and it can get really dark, it can get really brutal out here. And I think a lot of times, like in auditions, I know that we've uh, talked about some of the racist things that we've been told or things I've had people been like, okay, can you, can you. Uh, act more more latina i'm like what does that mean you want me to like have a fiery temper because that's in your mind what you think is a latina which like i do have a fiery temper but not all of us do (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean when you're when they try and put you in a box i know um i've had friends i've had friends that have been told to quote black it up yeah and it was like what does that mean what does that mean white cat and normally what i say is show me because you're about to be racist as fuck. Right. You know, show me what that means then to you. Right. Um, and so I kind of want, I'm, I'm really, t- and that's because in the history of cinema, at least if I'm talking about um The Latinx community a lot of times were criminals or were maids. Um, Still a lot of criminals on television. Uh, A study that came out last year, we were only 5.8% of all of TV and film. And everyone's like, Latinos are taking over. It's like, actually, we're not. We're only 5.8%. Granted, the ones that you see, you see them a lot. You see Mm -hmm. Gina Rodriguez a lot. um, And you see her on Jane the Virgin and, and a couple of other movies and stuff. But we're not actually taking over we, we are actively trying to, but we're still really limited in our roles. And so when you come in and you're not what they expect you to be, you're not this, you know, you're different like you're me, you're a nerdy Latina who's into anime mm. uh, and porn, <laughs> um, <laughs> then they try to disqualify you. And I hope that the more... People of color that we have on television, we can show that we are actually very diverse. That was something that I felt like when, if I were to look just at, let's say, Girls Trip, and it was all these really strong Black women, but they were all different. Yeah. And to me, like people were like, how is this diverse? They're I'm like, it is diverse. You have a mom who's neurotic. You have a wild child. You have a free spirit. You have a very professional uh, in Ryan. You have a very professional um, businesswoman. Like they they were all, and then you have Queen Latifah, who was like struggling with her you know her place in her industry and and possibly selling out her friends they were all so diverse yeah. so to me it's like no like we're not all singular you know when 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 you come into a casting am i still allowed to rant is this too long okay no, you're um good. when you come into casting and they have one singular uh view of a black woman or one singular view of a latina woman um No, we can all be so different and so diverse. And so that's what I really want to get across is uh, that we're not singular and stop putting us in a box. Yeah. But surround yourself with other people of color. Uh, It will help you tremendously out here because and please root for each other.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing, man. Root for each other. I mean... Yeah, you, you you spoke to something that is huge in the black community as well especially in a comedy community where we feel like we're competition with each other yeah uh and we're not we're not and 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 we've been made to feel that way because there have been so little spots for yes. us yeah that you know there's only one spot for one black person on Harold night so shit uh carl i like you but distance right. iffy i like you but distance yeah. edgar i like you but distance you know and, and it shouldn't be that way instead it should be yo let's make a white woman. Mm-hmm. uh let's mm-hmm. make an arcade currency let's Let's make a Phi Beta Negro. These are all all black teams at UCB. Uh, although Phi Beta doesn't do shit anymore. Let's make let's make an Obama's other daughters. Let's make a the, let's let's say you know what we are better with strength and numbers and we can take over this shit. And now you are forced to put on every Herald team there is three four people of color mm-hmm. on yeah. every Herald team cause We're good. (laughs) We're good. And there's no competition. Uh, We belong. There's not a competition. We belong here because we work fucking hard. We're just as good. We're just as talented. And we're not in competition with each other. We're not in competition with you, white person. Uh, We're not in competition with anybody but ourselves. And once we get out of our own fucking way and we surround ourselves with people who are going to champion us up and hold us up and be proud of us and shit like that. Yeah. We take over, man, and you know, that's why the biggest shows at UCB right now, for instance, and I can only speak to my community, are a show called Asian AF and Spanish Ike. You know, those are the two biggest shows at the theater that sell out, and Drag Race. Mm -hmm. They sell out weeks before the show goes up because it's celebrating something that should have been celebrated a long time ago, which is a different fucking voice. yeah. Uh, and is and it's not only a different fucking voice, but it's a different voice with strength and numbers. Like, let's do this shit together. Right. I think I it's so that.
0: important that we support each other's projects. Like, I know uh, Crazy Rich Asians is coming out uh, this weekend. And mm-hmm. it's like, we have to go, all of us need to go out and support it because a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. And if we can show them... You know that another thing, an excuse that I hear is like, "Oh, well, this is a quote unquote black film. This is a quote unquote Latino film," I hate that. and it, it is frustrating because w- when you have like five white people in a in a in a movie, it's, it's not just a, a movie. Whi- yeah, it's just a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so the other thing I would say is one thing that my friends and I have learned out here in Hollywood is like, if I have to pass up a gig because I do host a lot, um, if I have to pass up a hosting gig, I'm gonna give it. To, I'm like, if you like a nerdy Latina, I know another nerdy Latina. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get her. Cause it's gonna stay in the family. Yeah, you know, I'm like that. That's the smart way to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way more more of us can pull each other
1: up. But yeah.
0: that that I would recommend doing.
1: And it, it makes me so. Uh, for instance, uh, you just did something for Skyscraper recently. Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was so happy when I found out you did that because <laughs> uh, because I they the the company reached out. I don't know who they reached out to first, but they reached out to me. But I was going to be in New York. Oh yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Ah, I would love because I'm ah, I love the rock, the
2: rock, yeah.
1: Uh, so to do anything associated with him uh-huh. would have been dope. Uh, so I couldn't do it, but then I saw a clip or some or a picture or something of you doing it. and I was like, fuck yeah! yeah. I'm so happy that it. Went right, not to just a white man, right? Uh, but it went to uh, not only a woman, but a, a, a Latina. I mm-hmm. thought that was dope as shit. It was like, all right, we can't have the black man. Let's go get us uh, another diverse mm-hmm. voice to do this. And yeah. I was so happy to see that. And I feel like so often we have too much jealousy in our yeah communities,
0: yeah,
1: uh, which is a big thing. That I always tell people uh like be happy for each other big each other up (laughs) like big each other up there's no point in being and we all have jealousy i've been jealous uh before can't lie but i've always noticed when i let that shit go yeah is when shit starts happening for me
0: right all the time
1: all the time uh
0: please though stop tagging me in gina rodriguez news (laughs) one i think it's racist i don't send you white people news but like anytime she books something she got the carmen san diego thing and people were like look danny i'm like yeah like you don't understand some of the roles you like i'm like i probably auditioned for that um (laughs) she got it again i get it that we look kind of similar um but that's racist and now i'm like i'm just gonna start tagging my friends like when Dak Shepard gets something <laughs>
1: <laughs> which you should be embarrassed about
0: <laughs> here's when Topher Grace got look right. you didn't get this role just uh but no um I, I love Gina she's amazing she's one of the people that so many Latinas but um a lot of latina uh, creators and showrunners that are reaching behind them and pulling people up with them and and she's one of them so and dope. uh gloria calderon colette is another one who I know personally who is a showrunner for one day at a time actively trying to pull people up with her so yeah
1: that's great that's great danny it's been a fucking pleasure yeah thanks this for having me this has been dope where can we find you? What's up? What's up in Danny World?
0: I am at Ms. Danny Fernandez on M S D A N I F E R N A N D D E Z. Wow, didn't even you know what? This is early. It is you told <laughs> me to come early. in at ten AM. It is early, I'm, I'm sorry. I have my Celsius. I'm drinking some caffeine. Uh, no. Um What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I'm on Nerdificent. It mm-hmm. drops every Tuesdays here mm-hmm. on the House Stuff Works Network. And I don't know, follow me. I post all my dates and, and things that I'm running around to.
1: Hell yeah. Uh you also if you if anybody is a fan of Love It or Leave It, you oh, were yeah. recently on that. Go, go check that <laughs> yes. episode out. That was great. Uh, that was a super fun episode. So go check that out as well. Y'all know what it is. Oh, in case you don't know, Culture Kings got merchandise, motherfuckers. Ooh. Go get your shirts. Go get your mugs. Go get all your stuff. At tpublic.com slash culture kings. Support your boys. Go get some nerdificent shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay nerdy. Support. Yes. The nerds here at How Stuff Works, uh, it's been a fucking pleasure having you, Danny. It's been a pleasure having y'all listen.
0: We'll have you back. We'll have you back. We'll have you on. You have me on.
1: Yes. Oh, of course. (laughs) Of course. It'll be. uh, I can't wait to get nerdy with you guys. Uh, can we do a wrestling episode?
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's something that I kind of dropped off. of. Like you know, you were super into Dragon Ball Z and then kind of fanned out. I was that way about wrestling, and now I don't really
1: watch it. I watch it all the time.
0: But I'm friends with wrestlers, so I'm like, who? uh, well, I had a show with um, Xavier Woods, oh, Austin, I love Creed. Xavier Wo- yeah. Austin Creed. Oh, Xavier Woods, yeah. Well, he's also a Dragon Ball head, you know. So oh, dope. We had a show at Geek and Sundry teaching anime to people. Um, Dolph Ziggler is another one because yeah, he's in comedy. Dolph um, is in comedy. Yeah, um, you should
1: get Austin on uh, on your show.
0: He, he doesn't live here. And he's also he busy as shit. He's he busy LA. as shit.
1: Nah, man. I've,
0: I've, I think I've tried for like three years and eventually I didn't even see him at Comic-Con. He texted me and he was like, hey, are you going to be at Comic-Con? I'm like, yeah. And it was like, cool. Like, we won't see each other, but hey, <laughs> you know, because we're both so busy. He's that's true. he's so busy. I so, mean, um, you know,
1: New Day is killing it right I know. Now, so. Yeah, they
0: have their own Funko Pop dolls. Like, yeah. wow, well, that's the level I want to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dope. I would love to do that. So... Keep an ear out for it at Culture Kings Pod, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitter, on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Talk to us. You know we like you. You know we love you. Here we're doing something different. We do deep cuts of the week on our Wednesday episodes. Ooh. We were doing clip of the weeks for our Friday episodes, but we are lazy motherfuckers and we never post the clips online. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna stop that. And what I think we're gonna start doing is the surprising cut of the week, which is a song that you might not think we like, a song that might not even be from a black artist, a song that might be a quote-unquote white person song, a song that you like, damn, Keys, damn, Edgar, you like that shit? Yeah, motherfucker, we eclectic. We like a lot of shit. So this week's surprising cut of the week is probably one of my favorite fucking songs from a group whose name is Tears for Fears, came out in 1985. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody wants to rule the world. Let's rock the fuck out on that. It's Culture Kings. We like you. We love you. We'll be back.